episode number 41, Conflicting Food Choices. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cammie Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to be here, and I'm really excited to talk about this topic because we all make food choices. (laughs) (laughs) and a lot of times they become conflicting. So we'll talk about that in just a second. But I do want to say that at the time of this recording, it's the day before we start Team Elevate, and I'm so excited and nervous, all the feelings, right? But it's just so exciting because I remember in the summer when I was out hiking with my good friend, I was like, I want to start group coaching. And I was all the way back last summer, and I didn't know how it would happen and how it all come together. And just like anything, we have to put the idea out there and then start putting our mind to work to make it come together. And, and like, it doesn't always come fast, but different ideas come and I figure out how to do different things and how to make it all come together. And then people have to sign up and come do it. So I'm so grateful that they've signed up and that my little baby, like tiny idea is now coming in to blossom and now people get to experience it. And it will, I don't know, we'll just be exciting to see how it goes. And it's my deaf pilot group, so I'm sure there will be things we change, and I'm I'm hoping and praying for their understanding as we navigate these waters together. But it's so fun, and it's just exciting to see, and just for all of us to think like we have an idea, and then as we continue to work on the idea and keep um, keep at it, how it starts coming coming alive, you know. So it's just so fun. Anyway, so I'm glad about that, and I'm also just so thankful for all you that have listened to the podcast. I know some people got time to listen to it and do a little binging over the holidays, and (laughs) they tell me all the things they're learning, and I want you to know I'm learning right along with you, so it's I love the learning process. I love when my mind opens up and I have these light bulb moments, and I'm so grateful that hopefully you have a few of those when you listen and you're getting your own ideas and your own things that will help you elevate your own life. That's the goal. And if that happens, then I feel like we're doing our work, right? <laughs> it's awesome. Anyway, so today um, I get to talk about conflicting food choices. And as I've talked with clients and as I've talked with friends and through the years, I've been into I'm really studying out food and seeing how food benefits us and how it really um, makes living life, takes it to the high, another level when we can really take in all this wonderful food around us. So it's been something I've been doing for so long and that I remember there was this time, um, it was after I had my second daughter, Aubrey, and I was out running. I was training for a marathon, I believe, in the lovely heat of Arizona, (laughs) And I would go out, like I would nurse her at like 4.30 or 5 in the morning. And then I'd go out and run before the sun would come up. And I remember I had learned about raw food and I was starting into a raw food diet, which I did for a long time. I don't do it now. I do more plant-based. But I remember having this thought when I was out running that the things that I'll be learning about food and the things I'll be learning about how the body heals from food will be such a gift in my life. And I didn't know at the time if it meant for my girls because I had two girls at the time 
it just meant for my family, for my friends. But now it's so exciting because now I have this platform of other people that I teach about, about food and, um, and, and as we go about today, like it's not necessarily about what I eat, but it's about how to make food choices and honor your food choices and basically just honor yourself in this journey around food because we're going to be making food choices for the rest of our life. And when you know something or when you learn something that you know is going to be good for you and that becomes a belief, there is... Um, there's accountability to that, that the belief starts creating. And there's also, there'll be a struggle because there'll be the other side, like your, um, the other pleasurable side to eat the food that you used to know or whatever. So there will be a struggle. There will be a conflicting ideas. And that's what I want to help us learn how to handle and how to navigate those waters. So, um, I was reading, uh, some studies because I know we have like 60,000 thoughts, give or take a day, but I wanted to know how many like choices we make on food. And there was something that said that people think maybe they make like 15 choices about food a day, but they said it's like 15 times 15. And so it's over like 200 decisions we make. And they're usually really small decisions about food that we make on a daily basis. But those small decisions over time become great, right? And since we're going to be making decisions about food all the time, and we are going to have sometimes two different, two different conflicting ideas. And it's just in our own brain. It's like, sometimes people call it the devil or the angel, but it's really like our, you know, our primal brain, our, the back of our brain, our toddler brain versus our prefrontal cortex, our, you know, developed brain. They're kind of debating against each other. And we want to, I want to look at that. And I'm going to, is what I'm going to do to start off with is that um, I've had lots of different clients and people tell me this since I've worked around food, even before I got into life coaching, they ask me these questions about food all the time. And as I've studied this out, I realize that, that the thing that they're asking me is that like, basically like I have this conflicting idea. Like I want one thing the same time I want the other thing. Right. So I'm going to go through just a few of the examples that I get, and then we're going to break them down a little bit more. But, but so some of them I get is I want to make a healthy I want to make healthy meals, but my family doesn't want to eat my my healthy meals. So you you see how there's a conflict there that like I want to eat healthy, but I make these meals for my family and they don't, and then that's that that's hard. That's hard after. Like, what do I make for them? You know, and I will give some examples of how we do it in my family, but we have this belief that like you know, I want to do this, but we have a belief that we should, you know, be incorporated with the family and do things with the family, right? So that's those are the conflicting choice right there. The other one is I want to stick to my food plan, but I also want to eat what everyone else eats, right? I want to just like, why do I have to stick to a food plan? So one belief is like, I know planning helps. I know like planning today for tomorrow, or I know um, being prepared with my food helps me. But then on the other hand, I just sometimes just want to do what everyone else does, right? I just want to make it be easy or pleasurable and not have to do all this extra little step, right? So that's another, that's a conflicting idea. I want to feel good when I get on the scale, but I don't want to write down my food. I don't want to follow my plan, right? So the one, the one on the one hand, like I want to get on the scale. I want to see that I'm progressing. I want to see that I have a, that, uh, that what I'm doing is making a difference and I'm reaching my goal of like getting healthier, of getting, um, my body to optimal weight. But on the other hand, like, I just don't want to, I don't want to do the meal plan. I don't want to write stuff down. Right. Another, another one people say to me all the time is like, I feel like I can do so good during the week. I can plan my food out where everyone's on a schedule. I can do it. And then the weekend comes and I just want to eat whatever. I just want to eat whatever. I don't want to follow something. And so that the completing idea is like, I can follow the structure when everyone else is following the structure or when I, I'm 
you know, it's a lot easier during the week. And then on the weekend, I just want to be, I want to do, like, I want to enjoy the weekend. I don't want to have to have all these restrictions or I don't want to feel like I can't do what everyone else does. So we have those, that's a conflicting belief right there. Or another one is when like, I want to be able to go to the parties and be with my friends. And I want to be able to well, let's flip it around. I want to be able to eat healthy, but I want to go and be with my friends at all the parties and celebrate with them. And so the conflicting idea is like, I want to be healthy, but then I go to the party and all my friends are eating all this stuff and I want to, you know, be comfortable and not uncomfortable and stand out and eat what they do. You know, so we have the, the conflicting idea as well right there. Okay. So those are a few examples and I could go on, but you see what I'm saying here, right? That we or when we go out to dinner and even just being at dinner with just whoever, like even, even though in our head, we know we want to make this healthy food choice. We also want to do what we're comfortable with. And yet like the steak and the fries and all the stuff that we used to get, right. That feels, that feels in the moment so comfortable to us. Right. So we, we have to realize, and this is some understanding that we get to that we have these two choices in front of us. We have these two beliefs that are in front of us is one is that we are starting to create this healthy pattern in our lives. And the other, is a lot to do with the comfort of being with our friends, the comfort of knowing the food or the pleasure that these food, this food will bring to us, or just the convenience of like making the same meal together. So that's the battle in our head, right? We have what we, what we want to do. And we also have, what we've always done that we, that that's, that's a pattern to us that our, our primal brain that just kept us alive, that keeps us safe. It keeps us comfortable. And so we battle that out. And so is what happens is called cognitive dissonance, where we have these two beliefs and we'll start noticing that when, um, especially at the beginning of the new year, we are now creating this belief of wanting to be healthy, of wanting to bring this, this healthy food choices into our life for most of us, not everyone, but if that's one of your goals, that belief, you're starting to create this bigger belief. And then you still have this belief that's been around for a long time of this comfort food of like, um, of the convenience of, of just being able to go grab fast food really quick instead of following your plan or whatever that is. We have the convenience of like all of us eating the same meal. So it's just simple and you tie it up with a bow, right? Like, let's just make a simple meal that we can all eat even if it's not healthy, but that'll make it simple. And I can tie it bow instead of complicating things, right? And not having the efficiency of being able to do it all that way. So that's what I want to say to you is that we want to watch this. And so when we have this cognitive dissonance, there is, um, like it will become harder for our brain to do it when we are, our beliefs are created to a higher. And so our brain will want to find, find just one of them that will work. So it can bring it back to a, like a homeostasis state where, where it doesn't feel like the, our brain, our body doesn't want to be in this distance. You know, it doesn't want to have this com- the conflict. So there's four things that we'll do. And, um, and, and it's just, it would be interesting to take one, one of the things, just choose one thing that you're working on right now that you're like with food that feels really conflicting to you because you'll see what you've done and you'll see how you've done it. Like how you've tried to reduce it in some way, shape or form. Cause that's what our brain does. Our brain's really smart. It's really powerful and it doesn't want to stay in a, in a confused, really conflicted state. So the one, one thing that it will do, and we're going to take for an example of like, when we're eating, let's say there's a donut in front of us, right? So we, we can do four things. We can change the behavior of, um, the cognition. So we can decide that we're just not going to eat the donut, right? So that means that we're going to follow the belief of I'm going to eat healthy. I'm just, my action is going to be, I'm going to eat healthy. So I'm not going to eat the donut, right? The other one is we justify the behavior, uh, by changing the conflicting cognition. So we just say, I'm, a, I'm allowed to cheat on my diet every once in a while. Like I'm going to eat the donut today. I justify it. I'm allowed, right? 
The other, the third way is justify the behavior or add a new behavior. So the, the other idea could be I'll spend 30 minutes at the gym to work off the donut. And then the other way, the fourth way is just to ignore it or deny it. <laughs> just being like, this donut's not a high sugar food. Not to me. Not to me. I'm fine. I can eat this, right? So there's four ways. So we're either going to have the belief we decide we well, believe if we decide in the very first one is that I'm going to follow my health plan. I'm going to follow what I decided to do. I'm not going to eat the donut. That's the action that's going to follow. Or the other, the second, second and third are justifications. The justifying like, I can do whatever I want. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. So we justify it so that we can match the belief of eating the donut, right? So we decide to match the belief of eating the donut and we take the action of eating the donut. The other one, we justify our behavior. We, we justify the behavior and our thought like that I'm just going to eat this donut and I'll work it off later. And then so that we don't have that dissonance, we just want to go with that one belief. Or we just ignore, we just ignore the thing like, I don't need to eat healthy. It's not a high sugar food. I can eat this donut. And we just justify completely like and ignore the other belief and just do it, right? So when we begin to have that understanding, we see why we do that. And we see that that's part of what our brain does. Our brain will match one of the beliefs and go with that. And this is what I want to share with you. I want to share with you these two important questions to ask yourself when you're when you're faced with this, which you'll be faced with this daily, <laughs> is what is the most important when you're trying to decipher you? Like, what is the most important? Um, not necessarily what I want right now, because when we want, what we want right now is usually that's our primal brain. That's our, you know, our younger brain, our toddler brain. I just want it right now, right? So not what we want right now, but what we want most. And when we ask that questions is what it does, it brings us to a higher, in, taps us into our higher brain. Because we have to stop for a minute to realize the two choices we have in front of us. And then we make the choice, and when we want to go, the second part of the question is what we want most, and then we need to decide, like, what choice, let's play out both choices, and let's play the scenario all the way through so that we can see the consequences of both choices, right? So then, if, you know, if we decide, like, if you decide, I'm going to have the donut today, and that's your decision, I'm going to eat this donut, and the consequence is going to be, like, I'm not going to eat on my food plan because that's a choice I'm making. Like this seems more important to me right now. And you know that it's not on your food plan. That at the end of the day, you don't have to beat yourself up because you chose, you know, the consequence, you know, that you might get on the scale. It's maybe not, it might not go down. It might, but it might not change what you want, but you chose that. So you don't have the, the net negative at the end as much because you have now popped into your higher brain. You've chosen it and you've chosen the consequences, right? So those questions become so important is what do I want most? And then to play out both scenario choices. And you real like realizing this that like we're not gonna do this if we really have 200 food choices. It we're not gonna do this with every choice. It's just that because our brain wants to be efficient, it doesn't want to have to make this 200 choices over and over again all day long. It'd be so exhausting, right? We have so much um, decision fatigue. But it just shows you like you can take one of the things that you're really trying to work on and focus on that one thing. If it's that when you get, like, here's a, here's a one thing, like, I get on the scale and I want to feel good about my decision when I get, like, I want to feel like my forward progress when I get on the scale, but I don't want to do my food plan. If that's the one you want to focus on and you're like, I'm going to choose, I want to feel good about myself when I get, I want to feel good about my progress when I get on the scale. And then you, and you realize, but I want to be on my food plan. You're going to drop the belief I don't want to be on my food plan and you're going to choose like, okay, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to stand my food plan. I'm going to take this extra step. I'm going to put this focus into it. I'm going to do this because that belief is higher to me and the actions that are going to require are going to be, my action is going to be like my food plan, writing down the food I'm going to eat. Then we do that. We own that. We know that consequence to that. And that's it. That's what we choose. 
there might be other times, like I said, you might choose to just be like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing my food plan this week. I chose that. I know what the consequence will be of that. And that's okay. So I want to share a real life experience with you that I had with my, of my own self. And so I have these two beliefs and I'm going to share the belief that like is really strong in my life is that like, I, I really do advocate for putting the healthy nutrient dense food into my body. I follow a plant-based diet for the most part. And it's taken me years to to get this belief to become really big in my mind. Like it is a really important thing for me. I see it in my performance as I, as I train as an athlete, I see it as my, my performance as a parent, as I put these nutrient dense foods in my body, I put this food that like my body wants and craves. And then it produces for me like, um, a very like loving place that I know I'm loving my body and I'm doing this. And then it produces actions that I want. Right. So I, I've created this belief and then I have this emotion and I have these actions behind it. That's a really strong belief. So I don't have a lot of cognitive dissonance when I comes to future. I mean, I do still have them, but, um, it, there's not, there's not such a great, uh, ref, uh, like, um, friction because I know what I really believe. But so I go to Costa Rica, I go there for eight days and, um, I know I, I, beforehand I make this choice. Like I know that I'm going to a place where I could get, you know, healthy food. I can get a lot of fresh fruit, which I, I definitely did, but I know that it's not going to be a place where I can juice every day, where I can make my smoothies every day, where my workout isn't like, I can't follow it to the same extent as I do when I'm here. And it does require a lot of effort for me, a, a, de- a lot of dedication, a lot of discipline when I'm here doing the things I do. When I go on vacation, I make the choice that I'm like, I'm on vacation and I'm going to choose the memories and the experience with my family. That that's going to be a stronger belief to me than having to be so um uh, maybe regimented, I don't know what the word is, but like so disciplined on what I eat and on how I work out. So I choose the other. I chose that belief and then my dissidence went down. I didn't have this this conflict every time that I would eat maybe something that I normally don't eat when I'm on vacation. And I would choose, like I said, I would choose the best I could, but when there'd be no other options and I was like, I'm with my family, I'm creating service, I'm not going to either starve myself or I'm not going to, maybe my family would say otherwise, that maybe they do think that I go to the extreme still on vacation. But in my mind, I'm like, I still try to do what I can to create the memory of my family. So I choose that. I have this awesome vacation. I mean, I still have, a, I do have some conflict, you know, some dissidence because I sometimes choose food that I normally wouldn't, but I'm like, it's okay. I choose it. Maybe I justify it. And I'm like, I'm fine. I come home. I get on the scale and I've gained weight when I come home, right? I haven't followed my regimen. And then when I do that, I had chose that and I get on the scale and I realized I'd gained some weight, but I didn't beat myself up about it because I chose it. I chose the, I knew what the consequences would be and I'm fine with it, right? And then I get back and, and my belief was I'm going to get back to my routine and get back to it and I'll get back to where I need to quickly. And I've been home for, I don't know, a little less than a week and I'm back to my same thing you know, everything's back to the way it needs to be. And I'm fine. So I just think it's so important that we're going to be faced with these decisions all the time, right? The food, we're going to be making food choices as long as we live. (laughs) We have to have nutrients in our body. So we want to get some clarity around it. We want to get some understanding around it. And when we can start doing that, then it's like we don't have to beat ourselves up if we make a choice we don't want. Or we don't have to beat ourselves up when maybe it doesn't look like the way quote unquote it should be, but we're like, no, I chose it. I know the consequence and I can get back on track if I need to, or yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to choose to follow my food plan. I'm going to choose to make this healthy choice when I go out to a restaurant and I'm going to know that it's uncomfortable. I'm going to know that like, I'm not choosing the comfort belief right now, right? I'm not choosing to just be completely comfortable with, with my friends and in this environment that there is going to bring discomfort. 
but you know that ahead of time and it's so powerful. And so that's what I want to offer to you is that like, is that we, we, our brain's going to do this. Our brain's powerful. We're going to have like, not to think this is, we're abnormal, that we're going to have this conflict and then ask the two questions. What's the most important and then play out both choices when it, when it is something that, that you feel the dissonance really strong, play out those two choices, play out the consequences and then own your decision and tell the story that you chose it. And when you make the choice to do it, you don't have to shame yourself at the end because you are coming from your highest level and you're like, I chose it and I'm in charge and that's fine. And I'm, I'm a loving, worthy person and I chose that and that's great. And then we can move about our day and we don't have to sit in all the thing that, that happens is that net negative. If we have a conflicting food choice and that net negative at the end, after maybe we choose the pleasure or the comfort food or whatever we do, then we beat ourselves up in the end. And that's the thing that's the additional suffering that I believe we don't have to have when we're trying to create a healthy lifestyle. So anyways, I just think there's so many things to think about and I could branch off and talk about so many different topics from here, but I just want you to take whichever one you feel like is your um, reoccurring conflict in choice when you, with your food choices, just choose one right now, whatever that might be. And And you know what? Like, just play it out every single, like those, just that choice, play those out in the consequences, whatever you choose, own the choice and just notice it, observe it. Even if you choose, whichever one you choose, not, neither is bad nor good at this point. I just want you to choose it, understand it, the understanding of it and see what happens in your life. And then as you start creating more awareness around it, um, you'll, you'll make the choice that's best for you in the way it's supposed to be and own that. And so I'm, I'm so excited for you at the beginning of this new, this new year to look at it maybe from a different way and realize that like food is amazing, that we have conflicting choices because we have this constant like courtroom battle in our head of our lower brain, just wanting right now what's comfortable, what's pleasurable. And we have our front prefrontal cortex being like, I want to choose another course for me. And we have to realize that that's, that's what happens. That's that's the way it's going to go, and then just be able to understand that, and have understanding and love for ourselves through this journey because it's a journey forever. Like food's always a journey, and um, it's always a part of us. (laughs) It's not something we just get to do or not do. We're always going to have to eat. So how do we want to do it? How do we want to do it from a loving place and a place that has us loving ourselves no matter what choice it is? And when we do that, when we love ourselves right where we're at, you'll be amazed at what that does and how it has you showing up different in your life and how it has you making choices that you maybe didn't make in the past in different ways. So anyways, can't wait for you to hear your thoughts about this. Please give me more questions or ask me how I do different things. And I did want to, one thing I forgot to touch on before I close up is people ask me all the time, how do you do it in a family setting? You know, like how do you eat your healthy food and then how do, um, how do you do if they don't choose that? And I think this would be a topic for a whole podcast, but I just want to, because we did talk about it at the beginning, is that I, from the beginning, have always just known what I want to choose with my healthy food. And I've done that. And I, I personally don't think I need to force that onto my kids because they all get to make their own choices because they're all, they're all humans. But I provide the opportunity them for, for them to have healthy food and to have other options. So I always give them a choice when we do our meals. Like I make, I make it so a lot of times it's like, um, 
a la carte. They can make it that way. Or I have two different, you know, more of a plant-based meal and then with meat in it. So I give the option, but I give the choice. And for them, then I feel like they are the ones choosing it. They are empowering their own selves and it's always provided for him. But I don't take all the junk out of the house because I feel like they can have that too. So that's the way I do it. That's my that's how I've created it in my home. But everyone, I think it's not like how you do it. It's like, let me experiment. Let me make this a scientific experiment and see how I can bring this to my family and see, you know what? I might fail along the way. I might have to get kinks out, but I'm going to try it anyways. And I want to honor myself because if I know that I want to eat healthy, I can be an example to my kids of that and they can take it or leave it however they want to do it. Right. So that would probably be a topic for another time. But just to answer that question, because I do get that a lot. Anyways, and until next Wednesday, I will talk to you all then. Okay, bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. You can find out more information on my website at CammieBanks.com or reach out to me on Instagram at CammieBanksCoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.